Hello and welcome to your weekly diary episode. Now, I know you're used to these coming to you from beautiful Byron Bay, but I've just moved to LA, so these episodes will now be coming to you from the land of dreams. I'll be sharing all things LA life, places I go, people I meet, and things I do, all in a bid to inspire you to have the courage to chase your own dreams. Big love from LA, the city of angels. Aloha. Welcome to your Friday Diary Pod. I'm actually recording this a day later than I usually would in the week because um, my car battery got stolen overnight out the front of my house. So I've had the last 48 hours or so of just um, literally trying to buy new batteries, get them put in double bolt it in and use this stuff called plumber's tape, which is actually like bendy metal stuff to get it locked in. I am praying that when I get to my car this morning that it's uh, still in one piece. Uh, And, of course, as always, you can hear this, I've collected and tried bars and all kinds of things and healthy chocolate and fun stuff. I've done Trader Joe's hauls. I've done a bit of self-care stuff this week. Um, What else have I got to tell you? I've got my book review, uh, which I keep promising to do, the James Nestor Breath book. I'm doing that today. And I'll just tell you, we've been down to downtown LA, lots of fun stuff. So I just wanted to make sure that though today as well, that I was speaking really honestly about my experience in LA because it, although it has been so amazing and it is and I and I absolutely love it, I also want to be really transparent and honest with you that this has been a really hard and tough and rough experience as well. Car battery stolen, uh, I've witnessed somebody have a schizophrenic break, which was really scary. Um, <laughs> was walking in <laughs> Griffith's Observatory and I just looked down at my feet and there's a giant dildo. Like it is just a very, I've been um, yelled at walking into Hollywood just to go to CVS. I got screamed. There was a, this guy, there's a, in Hollywood now, there is a huge Home, homeless area that you walk through to get to Hollywood and it's like the tents tents are just lining the streets with trash around them and whatnot and um, this guy was walking down the street and he was kind of like talking to himself, like kind of rambling and I clocked him and I looked at him and he's like, oh, and there is this really weird lady right here and I said, excuse me? are you talking about me? (laughs) And Matt was on the phone to me going, Lola, don't say anything, don't say anything, don't provoke, don't provoke. And I was like, no, I've got to be able to um, stand up and, and, and hold my space because if I play a victim or run away, then I will ultimately become a victim. So, yeah, I want to be really honest in this chat about like LA is amazing, LA is a lot of fun and obviously still the land of hope and opportunity, but it's tough right now. Like you would have, if you watched the Kardashians years ago, they did a thing where they went down Skid Row, which is in downtown LA. That very much exists but also that is now Venice, that is now Hollywood, that is now Silver Lake. So Los Feliz, where I live, sits halfway, but it's literally between Hollywood on one side and Silver Lake on the other side. So it's no surprise that my car battery was stolen 
overnight because someone might have needed it or wanted to sell it. They retail for about 200 bucks US. So, yeah, I just wanted to be really transparent about like some of the other stuff going on here. Th- this chat, uh, a lot of people write to me and say, oh, you know, I'm vicariously living through you, which is awesome uh, and and really cool and I'm glad that I can provide like, uh, you know, and a little bit of an escapism for people. But I also don't want to like hoodwink you and, and be like, oh, it's all glitz and glamour and amazing. Like you've got to be so clear and so um, aware. Like I've got severe like neck, shoulder, jaw pain just because I'd say I'm stressed out. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just want to be open with you. That's kind of the goal of this whole podcast as well. But yeah, I guess obviously Bosso lives in Byron. I've got a lot of friends in Byron and a lot of Byron mates like, oh, this is horrible. And I was like, guys, you're so lucky. And I know that lockdown is so hard. I remember it from last year. But yeah, the, the crime that's in LA now as a result of COVID as well um, is really, really full on. And like I fall asleep every night listening to helicopters and sirens and you hear firecrackers go off and you don't know if they're gunshots. There's been two murders on Melrose in the last week, one of which happened in the middle of the day at a sneaker shop, a 16-year-old boy really wanted this pair of sneakers. They raffled them off to see who could buy them. He didn't win. He rocked up with a gun and the manager who wasn't working that day came down, music producer, trying to make it here in the music scene, 26 years old, and the 16-year-old shot him on the spot and he's passed away at midday. And just to put it into perspective for people listening, like Melrose and Fairfax, um, all the acting school, a lot of the acting schools were on Melrose. It was all blocked off. This happened last Wednesday. It was all blocked off for everyone to get to acting school. Uh, it's just like I just want to be really honest with you in these chats. And I feel like every week I'm like, oh, I did this fun thing. I visited Rodeo, you know. I vis- and, I, and I have been doing all those fun things. I've been doing fun hikes, going to fun places, doing so much. But I'm also very privileged. So I just want to call that out. Basically, that was the first thing I wanted to do. I still want to like definitely give you this week's diary and whatnot. But yeah, just last night I had a a Byron mate write to me and and go on about just how shit Byron is right now. And I get it because Byron is an outdoor place and you want to be out in nature and you want to be at the farmer's markets and you want to, you know, um, immerse yourself in that amazing hippie wellness culture but boss is still doing the lighthouse walk you know because you've got a radius and it fits within his radius you know he'll still walk up and look at the koalas at the end of our street every day and he's ultimately safe so yeah I just wanted to like paint a little bit of a picture to like like under the covers of LA right now it is confronting it is scary it is rough it is tough and um, sometimes I have felt a little bit unsafe. That said, all of that said, I love LA. I love it here. I I love that it is tough. I love that um, it's not easy to make it here, despite what some people might say. And I and it builds 
such a muscle of resilience and uh, you have to have such a strong sense of who you are as a human being and what you want and you have to take no prisoners um and and that's what I love about LA. Like I love the mindset and I love that in order to, yes, there are these great opportunities here, but if you want them, you have to work so much harder than everybody else to get them. Nothing's handed on a plate. And I like that. So I still love LA so much. In fact, maybe even the roughness and the toughness is making me realise how real it is. Like, and that's another thing, like a lot of people are writing to me going, can you get home? And I've paid a lot of money to get a flight home, an exorbitant amount of money because I want to be back in time for this yoga retreat, crossing my fingers and toes, it's going ahead, my friends. And, of course, for the book, the book comes out in Australia, fearlessly failing, the same name as this podcast, on November 1. And, you know, like I'm flying back because I want to tour it. I want to tour around Australia and teach outdoor COVID-friendly yogs where, you know, we can social distance and still launch a book and just do it a bit differently and that's what I, has been a great about LA. There are so many cafes that have just turned into outdoor only serving cafes, which is awesome and as a result like that affects the, obviously the spread of COVID. Uh, in a in a um, positive way because you're literally sitting outdoors, you've got fresh air um, and you feel a little bit safer. So, yeah, that was my rant. I definitely never want to be like a Debbie Downer with you guys. I want to be straight up and honest and that's why I really wanted to just say like things are amazing and, yes, there is a sense of it being open and therefore freedom here but there is also an underbelly to it and I, I really want to share the realness of it with you uh, and and the realness of how tough it is for me to like get back home and a lot of people have, have written to me and be like, oh, well, you've got money you can. I'm like, I, I, my money is self-made and so if I, my this whole trip and my flight home, that's a house mortgage. I'll be paying for full-blown quarantine. I'm fully vaccinated. You know, it's a really it's a really tricky time to be wanting to travel. And then there are laws in place saying that, you know, Aussies that reside overseas can't get back out. So I'm, I've met with three different immigration lawyers about that. So it's not easy, you know. Again, don't want to harp, just wanted to be really honest about the realness of what is going on here. Just in a bit to, yeah, but you know me, I'm no BS. What you see is what you get. Um, I have, I believe I've changed as a human being since I've been here. I, yes, I definitely feel more resilient, but I also have less of a tolerance for BS, I've noticed, just in little things like uh, I've stepped away from situations that no longer serve me or I've called them out if they're not quite right or, I, you know, and like being a Virgo, any Virgos out there, it's our birthday soon, uh, being a Virgo, I have very little tolerance for disloyalty and uh, I guess being taken advantage of and I know nobody wants to be taken advantage of but I feel like that's my kryptonite. If I feel like someone's taking advantage of me, I'm like, whoa, 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 bye. <laughs> so I've had to do that a few times since I've been here and um, it's felt really confronting because as good as it is to kind of like step up and hold your own space, it's freaking scary to be like, yeah, I know my worth well enough to call out this toxic BS. And so I've had to do that a couple of times 
since I've been here and it comes from this sense of like backing yourself but also um, holding your own but actually believing in who you are as a human being. Anyway, I feel like I got very philosophical, a little bit esoteric there. Let's talk all the things I've tried. Let's flip to a very happy, uh, a very, very happy topic. Okay, so I always collect these for you. Oh, yeah. As you know, um, I always have one bars. You've got to keep them in the fridge here because LA is so hot and I don't have AC, so it gets like sweltering. P.S. Full disclosure, I'm doing this podcast in my PJs having my Lola coffee, as you can hear. Another thing I wanted to disclose to you, I was meant to fly out this week, this Friday, so when this podcast comes out, to Australia and I've pushed that out. I pushed that out ages ago. Um, Well, I didn't actually. We were looking at pushing it out and I was talking to my epic um, travel advisor. Her name's Lauren too. Uh, And I said... I think I I need to push out a little bit and she's like, well, we've got your ticket. I booked a return ticket when I came over and she said, let's just make the call a month out. And I was like, cool. Um, And that was an American Airlines flight, got pulled. So I've paid three and a half grand for that flight home. It's just sitting there, won't ever get to use it. And you don't get to redeem it until you're back in Australia. So like I spent three and a half grand on a non-existent flight and then 12 Yep, 12000 to get a different flight out to make it home in time for the book launch and yoga retreat. And if you're listening going, oh, my God, Australia's in such a bad way, you're never going to make it back for the book launch and the yoga retreat, I am remaining hopeful, my friends. And also I'm going to get creative. There's going to be really cool ways to do this book launch, I think, that are super um, – COVID-friendly. It's not till November too, so I'm really hoping Australia turns a corner by then. But if you have any ideas about what you'd like me to do, I'm thinking outdoor yogs where it's all social distanced and people feel really safe. I'm also fully vaccinated, so I'm open to running events where you either show a negative COVID test or your vaccine ID to run an event. That's what happens here in America. Now also to get into restaurants, you show your vaccine ID at some places. I know you do in New York uh, and in California to be a teacher. I know I'm not a teacher teacher, I'm a yoga teacher, but you have to be vaccinated. So, um, yeah, I think there's going to be ways around, there's going to be ways to do it really safe and within the guidelines of COVID restrictions. Again, November, hoping everyone in Australia has turned a corner by then. Let's talk food stuff I've tried. Okay, so last week I tried that hot chocolate, OM, uh, adaptogenic hot chocolate. That was really good. I loved it. Um, I've also tried this brand called Wild One Brain Buzz Adaptogenic Elixir, Mental Clarity and Focus, Supercharge Your Brain with Lion's Mane, Got a Cola, Rhodiola and Ginkgo. Really good. I've tried this before when I first got here. Um it has stevia in tech. I had it just with water and it kind of tasted a bit yucky, but I think if you had it in coffee or with some almond milk, much more delicious. I found a new Quest bar. You know, I love Quests. So over here, I've never seen them in Australia. They have these crispy Quest bars and they're really good if you're like trying to avoid sugar, but you want a like dessert. Um, and so I found this one. This is crispy cookies and cream flavor and it's almost got like a rice bubbly texture inside. And then it's got this like white chocolate coating on the outside, one gram of sugar, 17 grams of protein, three grams of net carb. Uh, 
we've spoken about this before, Quest aren't the cleanest as far as ingredients-wise go. They're a bit like that Barbells brand as well, which I've talked about a lot on here. But they are good if you're just like, they're not your like daily snack, but like if you're craving something sweet and you don't want to F it up and go to In-N-Out Burger like what I did this week. Oh, I hope I've written about that here. I did go to, yes, I've written it in and out. I'm obsessed with their strawberry thick shakes. I even got a large. What? Anyway, I digress. Uh, so yum, but you feel so bloated and gross after. Um, so anyway, so yeah, Quest cookies and cream flavour. And, and yeah, so they do a crispy range. And the other one that's really good is like this pecan caramel crispy range, which I've talked about before. You know, I have the one bars, the maple glazed donuts, my favourite. But Boss has also sent me a big pile of, like he sent me a, a package from Australia. He sent me three packages now. I'm actually, because uh, we're not going to see each other for our birthdays because I've extended my time here. So I'd booked a flight back so that I'd be out of quarantine just in time for our birthdays. But I have extended and I now I'm going to get him prezzies and send them back. And I've got like a little box of like some prezzies, but I've got a, I really want to go to Harry Potter World and get him something from Harry Potter World too. Anyway, I digress. But he sent me a package last week and it had a bunch of Smart Bars in it. Smart Bars are clean AF. You can get them in Australia. You can't get them in America. Uh, th- but I tried this flavour that is so good. literally tastes like cherry ripe. Dark chocolate cherry coconut flavour. These guys have got no baddies, no gluten, no soy, no artificial sweeteners, no preservatives, no sugar alcohols. So those other ones have got sugar alcohols. That's what makes them taste delicious and it makes them have no sugar in them but um, it can muck with your tummy a little bit and I noticed that. I had a barbells as dessert last night. I was like, oh, I feel like something sweet. And I had a little bit of upset stomach this morning, overshare probably. Uh, the Smart Bar has over 31 grams of protein in it, um, 1.2 grams of sugar, which I'm pretty comfy with, 188 cals and, uh, uh, well, yeah, the, the protein is, it says here, 18 grams, but on the front it says more than 31, oh, 31% protein, three carbs, 1.2 grams sugar, 18 grams of fiber. So I really like the smart bars. I'm trying to ration them because boss is like, I'll send you more. And, he's, and then he goes, no, I can't. I'm not allowed to drive to Ballina, which is where we get them in Australia. Anyway. Ah, okay. Daniela Rose got me onto this one. On Insta, she DM'd me and she was like, try these. So everyone posts about these. You've probably heard of them before. They're called an RX bar. I don't usually go for them because they have a lot more sugar in them, natural sugars though. So this does have 14 grams of sugar. So to put that into perspective for you, um, one teaspoon of sugar is about five grams or just sub five grams. So if this has got 14 grams, it's close to three teaspoons of sugar. That's a lot. But the ingredients are clean. Three egg whites, five pecans, uh, four cashews, two dates, no BS. Um, So the two dates, dates are like 100 on the glycemic index as far as like sugars go. So dates have got sugar. They're like eating straight sugar. So that's where it's come from. But it is a clean, like there is no numbers. It's very, very, very clean. Um, And this flavor is really good. It's called maple sea salt. So, of course, I had to try that because I'm a maple syrup fiend. At Trader Joe's, I found, so I've never buy the Trader Joe's chocolate or very rarely because it does have a lot, like sugar is always the first ingredient. But I found this at the checkout 
And the brand is called Simply Light, L-I-T-E, no added sugar, zero trans fats, gluten-free. Dark chocolate with almonds. Um, Zero grams of sugars. But then you've got your nine grams of sugar alcohol, so that's what can upset your tummy, but it won't, the body won't absorb it. So it's sweetened with a thing called mannitol, that's your alcohol sugar. Cocoa mass almonds, cocoa butter, inulin, which is a fibre, um, soy lecithin, natural vanilla extract, whole milk powder, cinnamon, contains almond milk. Um it was pretty good. I had that. I had that. That hit, look, again, if it's going to stop meeting Reese's Buttercups, like especially the white ones, which are my faves, I'm so fine to have a little bit of sugar alcohol in there because it's definitely a healthier option. Okay, okay. What else is on my list? Oh, there's a lot. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, Air One, you know I go there all the time. I've had the taco salad twice since I've spoken to you last. I love that ta- taco salad. I've tried a few different treaty things from there, just so you know. Um, I got a smoothie, rose and strawberry smoothie, really good, really yummy. Of course, I got my standard Just Greens juice. I always go back to the Just Greens. It's my favourite. Uh, I also tried a salmon collard wrap. So instead of there being like a wrap, a bready wrap around it, it's literally collard greens. Very healthy, very shred. If you're living that like LA hiker lifestyle, that's your go-to snack. It's really, really um, yummy, but also super clean. So um, I'm trying to really focus on health now because I am due to fly out in about six or so weeks yeah, I think I get out of quarantine in the middle of October. So I'm I'm starting to like switch to, oh, let's have the salmon collard wrap. But the taco salad is epic. Like it's my absolute, absolute favourite. Uh, so, yeah, I kind of dart between the two. I um, Treat-wise, they do a raw vegan key lime pie. Oh, I took a photo of it for you. Oh, my God, I just spilled coffee all over the table. Holy mackerel. One second, I am just going to get a um, paper towel. Good one, Lola. What we're saying is a little bit of Atmos if you go into the kitchen. Deary me. Good news is it didn't go anywhere on the carpet. It It just went on my notebook with all my notes. And there's still a lot of coffee left. Okay. Well, that's a good memory. Okay. Let's just have a swig since we're here. We'll take a little tea break. Okay. So I did take a photo of this key lime pie for you. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, I've shot heaps of – I've done a few Instagram campaigns, like shot all the con- – got to shoot the content well before – it's posted, so I've got heaps of random content, so I might need to go into a different album to find this key lime pie. So I took a photo of the ingredients for you. It was really good. I tried these as well. They're called the brand is called Therese or Torres, and they're black truffle chippies. I'm not a truffle person, but um, most, a lot of people are. Here we go. Got the photo. 
Raw, sugar-free key lime pie. The filling is made from avocado, lime juice, cashews, lanico coconut oil, xylitol and stevia and spirulina. And then the crust is cashew flour, coconut oil, flaxseed, pink salt, vanilla extract. So good and clean. Like that's a really nice clean treat. Um, And it just was delicious. I would highly recommend that actually. that they they do do their raw vegan treats really, really, really well. Uh, I've taken so many photos for you, so I'm just like, holy Mac, do you know what I mean? I'm trying to um oh, I'm just trying to get them all there for you. Okay, Lola, focus. I'm just scrolling through um all my little snaps for you because I've taken a lot. I've talked to you about the taco salad. Okay, I've taken you through going to Elefanto. That was all last week. It's hard because I try. I take photos in different um, – oh, yeah, there's a lot more food stuff to tell you. Okay, I need to focus. I also tried the gluten-free carrot cake from Air One. Very good. It was like one of those carrot cakes that has got like layers of the frosting through the cake. Very, very good. And gluten-free, obviously, like I am slowly trying to get back to health, health, health. Um, oh, I tried some uh, sushi at Air One too. It was um, salmon and crab sushi. It was really good. I actually took my mate Isabel to Air One and she was like, this is too healthy. And I'm like, you are so funny. So, so <laughs> So, so funny because we'd gone and got massages together that day and we'd had Shake Shack for lunch. I'd never tried Shake Shack. So there's a big kind of like argument, is Shake Shack better than In-N-Out? I would say that Shake Shack's buns are a bit like they're like so squidgy and soft. And I think I talked about the Shake Shack experience in the last pod, but I got this like mustard, onion, double beef burger thing and then we got the Shake Shack fries with the cheese and then I got a cookies and cream thick shake versus In-N-Out which I have also had this week despite being trying to get back on the health wagon. Um, I got strawberry thick shake. Yeah, I got large. It's so good. And then I got um, just a regular cheeseburger and animal fries, I'm pretty sure. Uh, And I actually (laughs) actually got some merch, which is cool. Um, Okay. Why have I written bars chalk? I don't know what that means. More food. Let's down the food um, wagon. I have definitely had a few more coffee dates since we last spoke. I've been going to – I went to Alfred and got an iced Americano. Yesterday I caught up with a mate who I'm trying to get on the podcast and um, I got a batch brew at a local cafe in Los Feliz called Alcove, which is great because you're sitting out in a garden. bit like all time. I've also been to all time with my little drama buds, Mo, who was on the podcast on Monday, and our mate Katie. We have a little like coffee catch up, but we catch up for so long that we get hungry. (laughs) So Katie got this really cool ginormous salad. I definitely want to go there and get a salad next time. Mo got like a granola, like a gluten-free granola, and I got the breakfast burrito because like I'm a bit of a burrito fiend since coming to LA. So good. Um, oh, okay. I had a meeting at this place called, I think it's called Let's Just Need. Here we go. I've taken heaps of photos. Yeah, it's called Just What I Need. In a part of LA I've never been to before, the area is called, no joke, 
Frogtown. So I think it's near Glendale uh, and it's that, um, it's an area, and I hope I say this right, I'm going to sound like such a dummy, but it's where it's been, is it? gentrified. So basically, I didn't know what this means, but people talk about it a lot when they talk about Silver Lake and maybe Los Feliz ages ago, um, but Frogtown and Glendale are that. And it's where basically it was like a lower socioeconomic living area and then wealthy people have come in and kind of like made it cool and hipster. So it's they call that gentrification, I'm pretty sure. Please write to me and correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so just what I need. So I had a meeting here. It's a vegan bakery. Everything is made on site. I've taken so many photos for you. They do vegan Pop-Tarts. Sorry, what? Because I keep, when I go to my supermarket, Albertsons, there's a whole row of like 18 different Pop-Tart flavors like s'mores and uh, apple pie cinnamon and caramel this and da da So So these are like healthy vegan ones. And there's one, I went there for a meeting on a Friday. So there is a TGIF, thank God it's Friday, Pop-Tart. And then there was one with Felix, Felix the house cat on it. Oh, not house cat, that's the DJ, isn't it? Felix on it, the like 1980s cartoon character. Or maybe 1970s, I'm not sure. Uh, and the TGI F1 had a strawberry filling and a strawberry frosting. That's the one I tried. And then Felix had like this spicy mango one. And they have gluten-free treats too. I just ignored the fact that I was gluten-free that day because you can see they've got like gluten-free berry scone, they've got gluten-free chocolate cookies, there's gluten-free donuts and gluten-free muffins. But again, I was like, Pop-Tart, ooh, Pop-Tart. So I got strawberry Pop-Tart. I actually got that to go to have later. For the meeting, I got a uh, an oat milk latte hot. Still, you can't do hot lattes here. I don't know why I did it. And I got a cinnamon scroll with lemon frosting and they heat it up so it's all melted. That was Epic, like epic. Uh, another thing, I went for a hike with a friend, my new friend Sam, and he said, uh, you know, I, we were talking about how delicious cha-cha matcha is, which, you know, I've been talking about a little bit where you get your lavender CBD drink and they put a shot of matcha in it and you make it on macadamia milk. And he said, have you tried the soft serve? And I was like, come again? He's like, have you tried the soft serve? And so I got a soft serve, which is like half that lavender and... CBD, and then the other half of the swirl is um, matcha. It's insane. But, like, it does have sugar, 100%. And even the drinks have sugar. I've done a little bit of research, so I know that for sure. I told you I went to In-N-Out, didn't I? And I'm just looking at the carrot cake that I got from Air One. It's actually got, like, uh, it's a big slice. It's got icing down the backside, icing on the top, and then it's got two levels of icing on the inside. Very good. Have I done all my food stuff for you? I'm just checking, checking, checking. Yeah, okay. So we'll quickly talk self. How am I going for time? Oh, oh good one, Lola. You're already at 30 minutes. I'll quickly talk um, self-care and then I went to downtown LA. Okay, I'm able to talk downtown LA first. So we went to a famous matcha place. Uh, Isabel got this thing where they they do, it's called a matcha cloud and they put this like creamy cashew cream thing in the top of your matcha that tastes really sweet and delicious. Uh, I just got a cold brew black coffee because I that's kind of like my favourite thing to get here. 
and also slowly trying to be healthier. Uh, and then she got a match one and then a strawberry one. Both looked amazing. Again, outdoor seating. This was at a place called Tilt. Really good. Then we went to the last bookstore, which is a famous LA bookstore. I think it's been going since... It's really, really famous and iconic and there's like a big like Harry Potter, the last bookstore. Los Angeles, shut up because it's too early. Everything in LA opens frigging late. It's um, nine. It's 9.20 here a.m. Doesn't open until 11 a.m. How funny. I'm trying to – it's an iconic Los Angeles bookshop – uh, yeah, I just want to know. I should just type in wiki, shouldn't I? It's like it, it's huge. Like you could spend all day in there if you wanted to. Okay, got, I got wiki up. It's got this tunnel made of books so you really feel like you're on the set of Harry Potter and um, it's got a room that is just for true crime, which I stopped myself buying anything because I was like, oh, just dream of being murdered here, which I don't want to do. California's largest, largest new and used bookstore. Uh, oh, it was founded in 2005. I thought for sure it would be like older than that. The first incarnation was downtown Los Angeles Loft. They sold books and other things online only, then focused on books, opened a small bookstore December 2009 on Main Street. They moved to their current incarnation, which is the Spring Arts Tower, which is where we went. The current bookstore is a former bank with books on two levels, including a former vault. Yes, in the vault, we walked into the vault. That's like a proper um, temperature-controlled room with like really old books. Uh, Vox reported the store creates visual merchandising through creative displays in which attracts Instagram users. (laughs) Um, They've said in the hope of trying to convert Instagram visitors to book purchases. Well, that was probably me, wasn't it, getting all the Insta snaps? Uh, cool. Um, acting school's going good. I'm actually a bit nervous. I'm putting up a monologue today, a Rosie O'Donnell monologue. She speaks. Um, I've just jumped from downtown LA to acting school, pause acting school, back to downtown LA. We also did the Angels Flight Railway, which is really famous from a scene from La La Land. You see Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone Stone having a little pash off on the railway. I think it's been around since 1911. It's like a 30-second ride. You just, you could totally walk it. Um, And it just, it's out the front of uh, the Grand Market across the road from that. So if you're in downtown LA, you go to Grand Market, so much great food. I got a delicious green juice from a place called The Juice and I think Isabel got like a watermelon and grapefruit one. And then across the road we went on this little tram ride and it was called, um, yeah, Angel's Flight Railway. Really cute and you get nice little views of downtown when you get to the top. You have a little walk around and then you can either walk down or you jump back on the tram, which of course we did. Uh, Another thing about like the homeless situation in downtown, Isabel was like, can we please help and feed a few people? And I was like, yep, sure, no worries. And we just like literally walk, as we're walking to our car, we just walked into uh, like a... El Porto, like a Mexican takeaway shop and there were people sleeping out the front of it and so we just got a few meals and handed them out. Uh, it, all Isabel's idea, I was just the um, hander-outerer <laughs> and the chatter, 
Uh, some people want to chat. Some people absolutely do not want to chat. And so, yeah, it was a little bit confronting, but um, it was also I, I'm glad that she did it. I would not have done it. I'm probably going to sound like a horrible person, but I w- probably wouldn't have done it on my own just out of like a safety precaution thing, but um, she was adamant. So it was cool to see someone um, just be like, yep, we're going to go and buy some people some lunch now. It was really cool and it was really nice to be a part of. Uh, it's also it's sad to see how full on it is here, which is like what I was saying at the start of the combo here. Cool. Uh, okay, acting school. Acting school is really cool. Um, had a first star in class. Uh, this um, this the, I've been auditing Ivana. I didn't last night because my car <laughs> has been um, missing a battery. Uh, but yeah, I was auditing last week, and uh, Ivana's like, "Oh, congrats, so and so, you're in a movie." And I was like, oh, my goodness, who is this? And I did some Googling is like off Hunger Games and Vikings. I don't know. I get the vibe I'm not allowed to disclose much. It's a very like no phones policy there. So I'm just trying to like be respectful. But um, it is cool to feel like you're in the melting pot of people doing great things, if that makes sense. So, yeah, very cool. Very nervous to put my monologue up today. I'll give you a little taste. But it's Rosie O'Donnell, so it's like fast, it's punchy. I'll probably get like people being like, you're not doing the accent right. I'll do like two lines. <coughs> okay. Uh, it's from a movie called Beautiful Girls, and like a 90s movie. Hey, you're both fucking insane. You want to know what your problem is? MTV, Playboy, and Madison fucking Avenue. Yeah. Let me explain something to you, okay? Girls with big tits have big asses. Girls with little tits have little asses. That's the way it goes. God doesn't fuck around. He's a fair guy. There you go. Says a little a little taste. It's really hard to say girls with an American accent because they use a rhotic R and we don't. Girls. Girls. Anyway. Uh, have I done everything on this list? Downtown LA, acting school. Oh, I have missed one thing. Self-care. I had my first ever Korean massage and scrub. It was amazing. Basically, they like you, they literally shower you, soap you, wash you, and then you have this full-blown body scrub, hair wash, and then massage with CBD oil. Really cool. Really nice. Skin felt so nice and soft afterwards and um, really, really nice. It's a treat though. It's quite dear. I was like, oh, wow, that's a bit more than back home. But it was a really nice experience and I felt so like zen and chill probably because the massage was done with CBD, which was really good. Really cool. Uh, Also have had nails done since I last spoke to you for the first time in probably years Honestly, like I stopped getting my nails done right before COVID. So, yep, that'd be over a year now, well and truly. And uh, this is going to sound like an overshare, but um, I had to get a wax. Oh, jeepers. I really miss Brazilian butterfly. That's where I go in Australia. And, um, yeah, every time I go to LA and get a wax, it is always an adventure. And I ended up in a broom, what felt like a broom closet, getting a wax. And the wax turns out it was too hot. 
where it was full on. It was quite the experience. And all up, the whole thing, so just regular polish on my nails and toenails and fingernails and a Brazilian wax, pretty sure it cost me like 168 bucks, so 170 bucks US. That's like 250 bucks Australian, so super expensive in comparison to back home. So some stuff's really cheap here, like food, clothing is cheaper, especially if you go to like a Target, it's like really, really cheap. Um, And commodities are kind of like a little bit cheaper, but yeah, some stuff like I've spent, yeah, 200 US on a car battery and like getting nails and a wax, which usually in Australia you can like, a wax for me is 40 bucks in Australia. Here it would have been heaps and it was yeah, not fun. <laughs> I feel like we're really getting close in this chat. I feel like I've really just let the filter down and I am um, being very open and honest with you. Uh, other goals, hopefully by next week I will have um, definitely booked into phase one of my driver's licence. So I've looked into it. I've got to do a learner's permit first and then the real McCoy, like a driving test. So it's a lot of paperwork too because I'm on a short-term lease, it's a bit tricky, but I'm determined to find a way to do it. And I want to do that before I speak to you next week. I also really, really want to go to Universal. Uh, It'll depend on availabilities and whatnot. And what else do I want to do before I speak to you next? Well, I will have put this monologue up, so I'm hoping I feel a little bit less stressed out about putting it up and a little bit more like, woo, I did it. Also really want to hike to Panga. Uh, and as many hikes as I can, I feel like I'm doing the same one. Like I keep doing the Griffith Park Observatory one because it's right near my home and it's so fun and I did it on my own the other day and I've done, since I last spoke to you, Runyon with a mate and so we're, we really want to do some more hikes and there is a cinema I want to check out in the Hollywood graveyard. It's meant to be like pretty iconic. I'd really like to do that too. All right. There's the LA update. Oh, far out. I promised you a book review and I still haven't given it to you. Here you go. I'm going to give you a book review this week. A lot of people are asking for it. Apologies, this is a long episode. Breath by James Nestor. It's incredible. It is literally about the lost art of breathing. Uh, I'm pretty sure that is the new science of a lost art. Uh, I am over the halfway mark now. You kind of want to read it slowly because it is science-y and it is, everything is explained, but it talks about how we should be taking less breaths, uh, how we should be primarily being a nose breather, not a mouth breather. Uh, It talks about exercise and how different athletes use breath to excel. And when I was hiking the other day, I was like trying to practice it. It's freaking hard. Uh, And then he, like, there's chapters on chewing, there's chapters on, like, he talks about, like, the right amount, I think it's carbon dioxide in the the body. Like, it's really full of, I hope I'm saying that right. Hang on, let me see. Uh, So the chapters are broken down into the nose, so nose breathing. Now I feel like I'm like, have I been mouth breathing this whole time? No, no, I'm nose breathing. Um, Talking about the power of the exhale to slow down, to breathe less, chewing, that's what I'm up to. And then um, part three, breathing more on occasion, holding it fast, slow, not at all, the last gasp epilogue. So I haven't got to that bit yet. So I'm about to enter the third part. I've read part one and I've read part two. So part one is where he 
puts this, an experiment on himself and blocks his nose and it sounds horrible. And because we're the worst breathers in the animal kingdom apparently and the, how bad mouth breathing is for you. Really, really interesting. If you're into like Wim Hof and breath work, definitely read this. It's a great read. Uh, yeah, I'm a fan. And I think it's really handy for acting school stuff too and just being connected to yourself. So over the halfway mark, determined to finish that really, really soon because I really want to get on to. I've got a couple more, couple more books I want to get on to and then – um, buy some newies for quarantine, of course. All right, my friends, big love from LA. Very honest chat today. I hope that resonates with people. I don't want to sugarcoat anything. Uh, I hope if you're in Sydney, Melbourne or Byron or wherever is locked down right now that you're hanging in there. Uh, boss obviously is technically, well, we're very much together but he's living on his own. So you know, I really hope that the boss can get a little pod friend soon so that not a sexuality one, by the way, just a friend friend to hang with so that he's got human contact. But we're quite lucky we live in a our little home is next to a lot of other little homes. So he'd be seeing people a little bit for sure that are um, that we live in the same cul-de-sac as I'm sure he gets to say yeloha, you know. Um, all right. Big love. Hope you loved Monday's episode with Mo. She's an incredible uh, stand-up comic. Well, she's a comic but now actor as well. She's phenomenal. So that episode's Monday just been. Uh, next Monday to come is Sean James Murphy, actor here, acting coach. Fun fact, we actually went to like brother-sister high schools and used to do drama plays together when we were 15 years old and we've come full circle at 35. Very cool. That's a 20-year friendship. Um, Hope you love it. He's got a great mentality, Real A as well. So if you are an actor wanting to come here, um, that episode is 100% for you and that will be out Monday. Big love. Bye.